and we're live for episode four of Discussion Combustion. Right on, uh, right on target here Wednesday night. I think this is the first time we've done it two consecutive weeks. It is. And, so. and this is something we've been trying to do for a little bit, man. Um, of course, we're both leaving town next week, so that kind of pushed us into uh, making sure we had one more out before we uh, skipped another week because we can't have another two- to three-week session without them, you know? Well, now that we've upgraded the studio, um, we got to keep ripping on these, I think. We were supposed to have a guest in the studio today. Uh, fortunately, things happen. He won't be with us today, but Jamie will be with us down the road at another time on a different episode. There's a, a water leak, you know, and that's something you got to handle immediately. And fortunately, he has the skill and wherewithal to to go over there and make it happen. <laughs> he certainly will get it done, and we probably won't be seeing him this evening. But the show must go on. And as always, Discussion Combustion is brought to you by PreSonus Fire Studio Project. PreSonus Fire Studio Project is an easy-to-use interface and software, making all of your recording needs seem simple. PreSonus, get recording. And it's fun. And and also, it's the 8th of May, so uh, time is just ticking on by. You know, what, what do we have for topics today? I was thinking... Oh, there's good, a lot going foods. on. I was thinking, like, what kind of foods we like to eat. There's a lot going on. I mean, yeah, like you said, May 8th, we had, uh, we didn't even touch on this last week, but we had the tragic accident on I-70. Yeah. And then this week we had that another school shooting. shooting at the yeah. Highlands Ranch STEM school yesterday. Yeah, which is bad. Um, so, obviously, a lot of negative things in the news. Doesn't always have to be negative on here, but let's touch on some of the current events. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Well, I, I mean... Yet again, another shooting in Colorado. You know, I don't quite understand what motivates people to, you know, take out their aggressions in this manner. But um, seems like all the protocols that have been implemented over the last several decades or whatever um, seem to be working because uh, the arrival time of officers was very short, and uh, the shooters didn't leave the premises, and they, the police entered the building while they were still in there. So. Even though it's not a good situation, everybody seemed to handle the situation as as good as they could, uh, based on everything that I saw, at least. Yeah, I heard about it. I don't know, it happened like pretty late in the day. It was like one thirty, two o'clock. I started to hear there was an active shooter situation over at Highlands Ranch School, and they didn't know what was going on. They said there was, they thought there was three suspects originally, mm-hmm. which I guess they say is pretty common to someone will identify the same suspect twice and think it's two different people. And my understanding is um, it was just two guys that they were able to take into custody. I think both, or one of which was over 18, one was not. So one can be charged as an adult, I believe. And he was getting ready to graduate. And evidently, the, the kid there was a, the kid that died was, they, they're calling him heroic, because I guess he lunged at the gunman and possibly that, that saved lives. That happened after he arrived at the hospital, right? Like, Yeah, I don't think he died at the scene. Yeah. He died, I think they took him in. He was in critical condition. Um. But yeah, they, they say the victim died trying to stop trying to stop the gunman. So it's crazy to think he, like he probably know, he could have taken a bullet for someone. He he more than likely did. Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think like how how would you react in that situation? Like, what what would you do? Like, would you be willing to like give give your life for for the good of others? Like, if they're strangers or if you know, like it's just it's just wild to try to put yourself in that situation. Yeah, it is. I'd like to think I'd, I'd do something brave. I'd like to think that, you know. I would certainly hope so. I mean, I think back to when the Aurora Theater happened, and then I remember it, it took like a couple months to be able to go back to a theater, just like with all that stirring in my head, you know? Oh, yeah. Because you're like, because the next time I went, I was like, all right, what's my exit strategy going to be? Exactly. What what chairs could I duck behind? Yeah. You know, almost living in fear a bit, which, you know. I, I, I look at the theater differently now uh, yeah, since I that still happened. Do. I still do. Like, I'm like, okay, here's my exits. Um, so kind of going on that, uh, the whole theater thing, I went and saw Endgame with my brother. They have the, uh, he, he works for a gaming studio and they rented out a, um, a movie theater to watch it. No spoilers here, but so we're watching it and midway through the movie, the screen goes black and then an alarm starts starts going off and over the speakers it says this is an emergency everybody vac- vacate the theater and and everyone's kind of looking around confused like there's no loud gunshots like you don't hear anything and like no one's screaming so everyone's kind of calm but i i did get a little nervous i'm like uh, i'm like oh sh- what's going what's going to happen right now like what's mm-hmm. happening in here 
And so they made us all exit the theater. We hung out outside for a couple months, and they said the green light, we're good to go back in. Apparently somebody just pulled the fire alarm. So it was a false alarm? It or? was a false alarm, but it still made I still got a little anxious. You oh, know, yeah. Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been at a movie where the screen goes black in the mid midway through. I've never had that happen. And you have alarms going off. Yeah, I've never had that happen before that. That would be... Uh, That'd be very alarming, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> we thought it was part of the thing, like, you know. You thought it was you, part of the performance yeah, or you, what? you don't know. See, that's what, when, going back to the Aurora Theater, that's what they thought. That's crazy. Because, like, he, I guess he threw in some flashbangs, yeah. some smoke grenades, and people were like, oh, wow, this is this is part of the movie, is what people were saying. Oh, And wow. then he just started opening fire. Oh, wow. He, so, is he, he's, he's on death row, right? I don't think James Holmes got the death penalty. I'm pretty sure. He's just for life. Yeah, he got life yeah. without the possibility of parole. Um, and I think there were some insanity clauses in there that kind of got him towards that. Colorado's not big on capital punishment. Yeah. If it was Texas, he would have been hung the day after. Gotta love the Texans. Yeehaw, Tejas. <laughs> what do so, you say? What do you say? <laughs> well, I'll say this. Texas has some good barbecue. Yeah, and Mexican food. Great food down there. And speaking of barbecue, I'll be in Kansas City this weekend. Also great barbecue. Different style than Texas. Well, hey, so here's how we could kind of... Give a little love to Jamie because he, Jamie was gonna he was gonna be on talking today. He's he was. Not, he's not in here, and um, he wanted to talk NASCAR. He was all in yeah. my ear on the phone. He was like, "Man, I'm gonna talk about some NASCAR. You're gonna go to NASCAR event yep. in, in, in Kansas Saturday night. I'll be there, Kansas City. Well, what about that sport makes you love it, man? Oh man, we could have a whole podcast just on that. But Jamie was more. Uh, he just wanted to talk a little smack about it. Mm. You know, because he was so tired. I'm going with his younger brother to the race this weekend. Yeah. His first race. And his younger brother was here last weekend. And all we did was say, hey, next weekend, next weekend. And he got real tired of it real fast. Enough of next weekend. I'm living in the present. So he was going to be pretty fired up coming on here, um, not wanting to hear about my trip this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. He's pretty over it at this point. And I can kind of understand that. Yeah, but, well, it's uh, probably because he doesn't have a trip planned right now. Well, and he just likes to talk, you know, a little smack about what other people are doing. But Jamie will be on here. Don't we all like talking smack? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes I talk too much smack. I mean, I love my girlfriend, but sometimes I'm, I'm like, too hard on her. I'm, like, I, I like to troll and tease too much, and I I know I need to dial it back at, at certain times. You know, but I can't help it. It's just kind of fun. To, That's just, yeah. yeah. I like roasting, especially my bros. Yeah. We'll roast each other. It keeps it fun. you got to have thick skin. We live in a world where everybody's so offended that, eh, talk some shit, see what happens. And you know what? It's kind of fun seeing what happens. Exactly. You know? I love the uh, cause and effect. You know? Every action has an equal or opposite reaction. Yeah. So, so I, what, what do you think was the biggest event in your life that, like, set you into the direction that you've taken? Like, what, is there any cornerstone moments like where you're just like, damn! If that didn't happen, that's then... a pretty that's a pretty deep question. Well, that's a, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm at therapy. <laughs> no, dude, I'm I'm so curious. <laughs> well, maybe the podcast is therapy because we get to just. I feel like the only time I see you now is when we do the podcast. We just get together and do a pod for an hour, which is cool. But we still talk like yeah, we well, normally yeah. do. But it's always about business. Hey, when we, you know this, that, or that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, what was your question? Well, any cornerstone moment in your life that turned you into the man you are today? I'm trying to yeah, think, think too, so. in, in, in my head, like, for I mean, me. It's but hard I can't to pick one it. moment. I can't think of it, yeah. It's hard to pick one moment to say, hey, that was the time where I said, I'm going to be this guy from now on. Yeah. I think it's been a collection of events as I've gotten older. I've been through different things, different relationships, met different people. Yeah, it's really a collection of things. Getting older, you know. Yeah. I was kind of an ass when I came out of high school because I, you know, dealt with a lot of bullying and stuff like that. So that's where I think I got kind of my tougher side. Yeah. Standing up to those guys, taking a stand, if you will. But I don't know. I think there's a collection of events, you know. I, I could totally agree with that. And on a light, lighter note than that, for me, I feel like it was, uh, you know, when I beat all the other sperm. That was the cornerstone, pinnacle moment oh, so for me, you know. You're taking it way back. <laughs> It was either make or break. Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't expecting yeah. that one. No, I know. <laughs> Stupid. No, but I, I agree. It is uh, it's, it's a collection It's a collection of things that have happened, like collection of ways that you've grown and understood different scenarios. Like you could even learn from the same scenario, you know, because you have your knowledge from the first time it happened, and then the second time it happens, you may have like an, a, a different, different understanding, you know? Yeah. 
I think that would be fair to relate to because I feel like I've been in multiple situations several different times at different years of my life, and I've handled each of them differently. Mm-hmm. Whether that has to do with being in a bar and avoiding a physical altercation, maybe making a, a sales pitch or doing something differently at work, you know, just learning from dumb shit that I did before and transitioning to that going forward. Always, There's always things you can improve on, I feel like. Yeah, man. I mean, so, you know, as I mentioned, I kind of had that little health scare, so I've, I've been really trying to work on work on everything even though I'm okay um but I want to try to lose some weight and like the first week I was all like gung-ho like yeah let me eat all the salads let me let me eat healthy let me get nuts and you know eat healthy and I was so into it and then week two I'm like man this is still so good for me week three I'm like ah I'm like man you know like I just want a big bowl of pasta (laughs) like it just sounds so good well I just can't I, I just can't eat the same portions that I used to you know I'm trying to you know, in moderation. Yeah, yeah. Less Just, volume. Like you said, you're eating a lot of frozen pizzas and hitting the beer hard. You know, maybe limit that to once a week or maybe even once every other week. Yeah. You know, that would be a good start. And then it's so much better when you when you do have that opportunity. But, yeah, I think so. You know? I think uh, I could make a lot of improvements in my diet, my drinking. Well. Man, Cinco de Mayo. Did you? We went pretty hard on Cinco de Mayo, I'll say that. Well, just that whole weekend. You that know. was last weekend, right? That was, yeah, because today's Wednesday yeah. the 8th, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. Sunday the 5th was sinking my We had tacos, we celebrated, had some Coronas, uh, um, had a lot of whiskey, oof. so I was kind of feeling Not rough. Not tequila, though, huh? No, I, I, I got to stay away from the tequila. There's two things happen when I drink tequila. One, I get very high-pitched and red in the face, and yeah. two, I get very honest and want to dance. Okay. Well, you know, only the latter sounds great. Can I hear an impression of the first thing, though? How high-pitched your voice is? No, gets? you'd have to... <laughs> <laughs> is it like, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just get uh, just very high pitched, like almost affectionate sounding. Oh, like you, like like, you're, like 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 you're talking to a dog. Oh, like does it change your demeanor too, or are you like I don't know? Tequila like, just are you more lovey dovey on tequila? Uh, maybe yeah, because I want to dance. You know, I give people hugs. I tell them how much I appreciate them. Yeah. I get kind of lovey on that. There's whiskey. I don't get that feeling. <laughs> so I mean, I can't drink tequila. <laughs> Um, I was in Mexico one time. Uh, oh yeah, I remember the story yeah, with my chick and and uh, we're having a lot of fun just at the pools, you know, just relaxing at the resort. Sure. And uh, by the pool, they bring out like this little food stand, and it's and it's like quesadillas. And this was actually one of the best quesadillas I ever had in my whole life in Mexico. In Mexico, at a resort, they um like had the tortilla and like heated up the cheese and had it all melty. Oh yeah. And then you grab the tortilla. And then they had, like, all the different condiments, so you could, like, do whatever you wanted. And this thing was, like, three times the size of a human face oh, wow. before you folded it in half, you know? And so it was massive. And so we're swimming, doing all this and that. I have a huge full belly, and, I, and I'm and i like, all right, babe, I'm feeling good. I'm like, hey, let's get a shot of tequila at this oh, bar. No. I already know where this is headed. And uh, and she's, she's a champ, begin. so she takes the shot, and I take the shot. And the second I took the shot, like, I guess I had the biggest drops of sweat appear on my face i turned white i'm like oh my god i gotta throw up and immediately like less than 30 seconds after the shot man i like ran to a bush and and, and, and relieved myself yeah and uh and it's just like for some reason tequila i just can't do it i don't know if it's the taste or or what it is but whiskey i could drink whiskey like you, I drink you know? a lot I just, of whiskey i wonder what it is i gotta stay away from the whiskey for a little bit yeah we get a little wild sometimes at band practice you know we start thinking we're rock stars and shooting whiskey and partying hardy I'm gonna be 30, man. I can't do that shit anymore. Oof. It gets know. it gets a little rowdy. Well, and also, you just feel more tired. You feel more tired. Tireder? Well, no, it's more tired. I think I, if I drink heavily, I just feel unrested. So yeah, tired. Yeah. Because like, even, I can go to bed at 10 o'clock and wake, still get eight hours and still feel like shit. Yeah. Because I, you know, I went to bed pretty buzzed up. Yeah, and it's just the body processing, and I, I've noticed since I've been drinking less during the weeks and I, you know, I'm still trying to do that, mm-hmm. but I do feel well rested. I feel a little bit, you know, less lethargic during the day. Like I have a little more motivation and maybe it's just cause I'm eating better too. Or, but, um, that helps. Yeah. Staying I mean, hydrated, whatever, rest. You, whatever you put in, I mean, it, it really does count. You get out what you put in. That's yeah. really what it is. You know, cause I, by midweek by now, you know, cause I've gone hard all weekend, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm back on track. I'm eating right hydrated getting good sleep i feel great but so that's that's like friday rolls around I'm like i feel awesome uh-huh. so i'm getting tore up on friday night uh-huh. and that leads into saturday 
and then race day on Sunday, and then it's just, it can be an unhealthy, you know, routine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like you said, it's okay to have fun, you know, it's okay to do stuff, but like, mm-hmm. you know, within, within limits, like, I, I don't know, I've stopped, you know, I used to be like, all right, like, I want to drink, like, five beers really quick, and, and now I'm like, you know, let me have one or two, and, you know, maybe I'll just start drinking water after. Have a more enjoyable experience. Yeah, I'm getting old, man. I'm sounding boring now. You know. <laughs> well, we, we've already we've been there and done it. You know. Yeah, there's that's nothing, true. Nothing wrong with throwing it down here and there, but we've done it. It's not new. It's not new. It's it's, it's old news. Been there, done that. So, but you know, I'm probably gonna have a few this weekend in KC for the race. Well, of course. Um, I don't like to get crazy when I'm at a, a public event. You know, I'd party hardy with, you know, a band situation than I would at an event. Yeah. You know, I'll just be sipping beers casually. I think, watching some racing under the lights. It's gonna be fun, man. And then you're going where? San Diego? Yeah, going down to San Diego. Man, so we're both out of town. It's gonna be fun, man. I love San Diego. I've been there uh, twice now. I believe so. Um, <laughs> I know I'm asking you. Like, you know, yeah, I'm like, yes, yes, you have been there twice. Thank yeah. you for double checking with me. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun, man. Beaches are uh, they're fun. Food's good. Weather's nice. You know, it's just a good time. Yeah. Looking forward to going to, we're going to go to Catalina Island out there. Oh, are you? Take the, our boat ride both ways. Oh, wow. That'll be fun. Yeah, man. It'll, it'll be really good. Um, it's a nice little romantic place to take your sweetie. Yeah. I mean, we're going to ride beach bikes and uh, we're going to eat fish tacos and throw frisbees and we got a Bluetooth speaker. It's bumping on my backpack. Oh, wow. We're, we're going to be going around doing it like that. Big Cali style. <laughs> just enjoying our days. Hell yeah, man. That you sounds know? awesome. For one week, I'm just going to. Just kick back. Act like I don't have any problems in my life, you know. Good, man. <laughs> it's good to get away and hit the refresh button, I think. Yeah. And that's a good place to do it. And I'm sure you're, already, you're probably going to make your way to Mission Beach and get yourself a Roberto's taco. You have to. Yeah. You got to go to Roberto's, bro. My first mission when I'm there is to hit a dispensary. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Because Mr. Like, Chronic over here. You, you know, usually you, when you travel out of Colorado, you gotta, <laughs> you're like, damn, I'm going to be dry for, I'm going to be bankrupt. You're like, damn it. Dankrupt. <laughs> but, but, but oh, man, that's a, that's a stoner term for sure. <laughs> California, man, it's like Colorado. So, <laughs> you know, they got a wreck. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I've, I've been to Kansas. I've drove through a couple times. Oh, there's not much to see there. No. I mean, until you get to Kansas City. Which is where I'll be. And and I've never stopped in, but, like, it looks like a bustling city, you know. Food's good. Is it? Food's good. The people are very nice. It's yeah. got that southern hospitality feel to it, even though it's the Midwest. A lot of mm-hmm. corn farmers, you know, a lot of soybean farmers, and you get a lot of that in Kansas, man. But the people are nice. Food's good. Beer is cold. I wouldn't say the women are too hot there, but, Oof. you know. Ladies. Not in Kansas City, man. Oh. That's okay. You know, that's okay. We don't necessarily go there for that. But uh, <laughs> going back to uh, cannabis in San Diego, I remember the first time I went there was in 2009 or 10 with, uh, with our buddy Mark. And uh, we drove, dude, it took us hours to find some bud. We went out, we went, <laughs> it, it, it couldn't believe it, you know, because this was before they had Rick, yeah. you know, and, so and dispensaries and whatnot. Did so, he already have a hook? No, we, we dude, we oh, went. Oh, you it. Dude, we talked to everybody on Gaslamp. We were walking up and down downtown. Finally, we hopped in the rental and drove out to um, Ocean Beach, OB, yeah. and just started talking to people out there. People were having bonfires and shit. Finally, we found someone that could hook us up with a sack. Yeah. How, you know? how was it? Oh, it was good. It was good stuff. It was yeah. good, man. But this was 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, it, it was a little bit more fun when it was illegal, you know, because it was wrong. You illegal. Know, I- illegal? Yeah, yeah. It what was more I fun say? when it was illegal. What did I say? It was more fun when it was legal. No, I said illegal. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I, I'm a mumbler. So sometimes sometimes it all blends That's together. True. And I got bad hearing, so. Hey, well, that happens. Um, but yeah, so you would always be like hiding it and trying to like sneaky about it and like so like even though weed is legal i still kind of smoke it undercover <laughs> like I, undercover I, yeah i'm still like i like to be a little sneaky when i smoke still oh, I, really? I, I, don't, I don't know why it's probably, just, yeah i think a lot of people still feel that yeah just because it was so taboo for so long I'm, yeah i'm like four months off the weed so it's how long now three or four months yeah i think it's three closer to three and a half maybe. Oh, really well, I, when we talked a week ago it was three months oh yeah so it's probably still three still, then that was a long week <laughs> A long week, bro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So. So this is fun, though. I'm, I'm happy that we got the the software, that we're back in like a studio environment. Yeah, it changed this. the game. 
And um, I, I used to do a lot of recording. I used to be very much so into that. And I, it's been a little absent for some time. Just hadn't had my muse. But I helped mix down the track with you before we left last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, put it on MP3 and all that. And, you know, kind of reminded me. It's, it's fun to do. So uh, I made a new instrumental. It's the first instrumental I've actually made from scratch for and since like five, six years. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a really simple little one. I, I wanted to have it done today so then we can, you had mentioned, you know, either using it as like an intro or outro, a little beat. I think we should. And um, it's going to be good. I, I have a couple more things to, that I want to do to it to make it, you know, dope. And then and then I'm going to master it. But I, it was cool just to be inspired to kind of get back in there and, and, you know, start throwing some electronical instru- instruments together. And it, it felt good, man. You know, so I was... It kind of gave me some inspiration there, getting back in here and what you do, all your recordings. Yeah, I, I felt like you know we we started this podcast back in February, and we'd talked about it for months prior to that. Um, and just to say, I, I want to thank our listeners so far because we ha- we have had some very loyal listeners. Yeah, guys tuning in every week. Um, our YouTube audience is going to grow as we get more subscribers, but SoundCloud, you guys are killing it. Yeah, SoundCloud well, listeners. What SoundCloud had on the last one? Yeah, I, I'd have to look at where yeah. we're at on the numbers, dude. But by the second or third day, we were we were ripping on there. So nice, thank um, you, people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people, good, fellow podcast listeners like listening to different stuff. You know, yeah. Not everyone wants to sit down and listen to an hour conversation. I get that question a lot. Like, why? Who wants to listen to you guys talk for an hour? Yeah, it's a fair question. You know, I just think it's we've come into a time. You know, it's like a radio show, I guess you could say, but different because we're not necessarily in the spotlight. No, but. There's been a lot of successful podcasts and a lot of successful people that have that's opened up a lot of different avenues doing um, a podcast, you know. And in general, it gives us something to do, gives us something to look forward to and promote what we're doing outside of this, I think. Well, and ultimately, and I've said this before, I know I have, like, you're a real good friend of mine. I just like talking with you. We've always had good conversations. And, you know, if other people can find entertainment in between our lines, then, you know... Yeah, then I mean, it's, it's all good, man. It's all love. I have my pods that I listen to every week religiously. Yeah, you know, guys that I tune into, you know, the Joe Rogans, Theo Vaughn, Brendan Schaub, Brian Callen. You know, I love those guys. Every week I, I look forward to their new episode. What are they going to talk about? Yeah. And it's the same shit we're doing. Really, That's no true. different. That's other true. than they're comedians, so they're listening to their tour dates or they're doing this or that. But it's really the same idea. Yeah. So I, I made a crucial mistake. Everybody listening, I know you've made this mistake before. Uh oh. I was incoming. I was. Uh, you know, working hard today, you know, building up an appetite, a big appetite. And so what I do is I go to a fast food joint because I'm not eating healthy tonight. You know, I'm just not doing it tonight. Okay. Tonight's your off night? Yeah. It was my off night. I get two or three a week. <laughs> and um, so I just ordered too much food, you know, and I know all of us have done that where you're so hungry and you're like, that sounds good. That's a- oh, that definitely sounds good. And you just want to keep eating. And, um, yeah, I, I, so I got pretty full before coming over here. And, uh, it oh, wasn't so you're doing big, this, you're doing it on a full, a full belly then. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm good to go for this. That's good, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm replenished. Yeah. So. I'll probably eat once we get done with this. I'm uh, glad we were able to get it in though. Cause we're leaving town and, uh, the more we can pump out, I think the more consistent we can get on a, a, a listener base. Mm-hmm. If we can drop them every Wednesday night, which, which is going to be the goal, excluding next week. That'll be fun, man. Obviously, there's going to be weeks where we can't do it, or maybe we record it on Saturday or something like that, but um, we'll get on a consistent schedule with it. Absolutely. So, but yeah. So, people driving, man. Oh, yeah, going back to it, we had mentioned the, the wreck that happened on I-70 you know, yeah. l- last week or the week before. That was bad. Well, and apparently it was it was so hot that it melted aluminum, but not steel, Yep. And it was so hot that all the tar and everything that holds the road together just completely Done. got melted away. Yeah. Well, and there was a lot of accelerants in the area. You had a semi full of just lumber. Is that what was in there? A full semi of lumber. So Jeez. that thing was just burning like a madhouse bonfire, dude. Wow. So that didn't help. But going back to the cause of the accident, I mean, you know, there's a lot of different theories and this and that. The guy didn't know how, what he was doing, really, is what it boils down to. Yeah. Ultimately, you're in control of your truck, your tractor. My brother's held a CDL for, I think, 12 to 16 years, somewhere in there now. He's driven trucks, so I know a little it's bit a about... Time. I know a little bit about, you know, kind of how it works. And, you know, 
it's it's easy to be a backseat driver, I guess. But the, the fact remains, he he blew by, I think, two runaway truck ramps. Yeah. Um, when you lose control of your truck, you got you got to head down that ramp. Well, yeah. You know, I they say it takes five grand to get pulled out. I get it, but five grand's a hell of a lot. You know, worth that rather than taking lives of yeah. people. You know. This guy comes barreling down I-70, and we've been down that hill how many times? I mean, it's gnarly. You're winding is, through there. Yeah. You can carry a lot of speed. You know, right, right when it starts flattening out past 470 is where I think the wreck happened. Uh-huh. He just came <clears throat> through there at 80, bam, and then just ran into the cars that were stopped. Jeez. Lives were lost. A lot of people were injured. I mean, we've all been in a scenario where you're like, uh, I have had this, I've never had this happen before. Uh you know, things are going to happen quick. Like, what do I even like? And you kind of could freeze up or like, if you don't know the scenario too well, you might do the wrong thing, trying to do the right thing. Obviously he didn't mean to do this, you know, but like he's going to be held accountable for it. And I'm pretty sure he's still in jail. Oh yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it's, it's vehicular manslaughter or, or vehicular homicide. I'm not sure how they're labeling it, but uh, yeah, well, I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think it was like yeah. a, a malicious terrorist attack. Unless if he just like really recognized his ex's license plate in front of him as he was. That's pretty aggressive. No, I'm just <laughs> pretty aggressive. Just trying to make a little. I, I have a dark sense of humor. No, I, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he lost. He cooked his brakes, man. Wasn't able to downshift in time. You know, the truck got away from him. Yeah, and uh, that's when he should have buried it in the dirt, or at the very least, once he got down the hill, really should have just. Taking it right off the road, just hard right, dude. You know, and I mean, then you know he's probably fearful of his own life. And but the, these guys, when they go through yeah. CDL training, they're taught. You know, you do whatever you can to get that truck off the road. Because yeah. there is a lot of uh, fatalities. Well, he was there, virtually man. unharmed after all this. Jeez. He barreled in someone at eighty. Jeez. And you know, these people. Can you imagine getting hit by a semi at eighty miles an hour when you're just sitting there? Hopefully, you wouldn't have to imagine it and it's just done. Well, right. I mean. Yeah, if you're going to lose your life, you certainly wouldn't want to. You want to be suffering and burning there, yeah, on an over, you know, under an overpass on I seventy. Jeez. So yeah, I do a I do brokerage for for trucking and mm-hmm. logistics, and uh, you know, I've known a lot of brokers. So there's a lot of trucks on the road, obviously, and um, yeah, there's been a lot of instances though where you know there's been trucker fatalities and stuff like that, or even like um, you know, a truck stopped and a car behind them didn't realize it and ran into the back of the truck and killed their passenger. Like these are all things that have happened, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, that's why you just gotta be safe. You gotta be thankful and, uh, you gotta appreciate what you got, man. I mean, a lot of people, it's, it's natural to, to want to move forward and, and to try to have a new goal. That's natural, but it's, it's good to like be humble enough to, to think about what, what you have in front of you and, to appreciate that, you know? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You know, and things like that are constant reminders of how quickly it can be gone, you know? Yeah, because it's, it's easy to just move on to the next thing so quickly without really acknowledging what you have accomplished, too, you know, because you want to build yourself up, and, you know, we're always accomplishing goals and, and this and that and then moving on to the next thing. and mm-hmm. You know, so it's just good to be humble because, like, it's short, man. You don't know what, what could happen. A truck could run into you doing 80 you know so it's just good to have a a level mind you know where you could be wrong about anything you know i would agree with that you know they say live each day like it's your last which i try to do to an extent obviously i'm not going to drain my bank account tonight you know well i know and that whole like mentality like okay let me do all the drugs then tonight every night because it (laughs) could be my like you know there's obviously a line there (laughs) there's a line there of course but you know, I think the past few years I've gotten a lot better at, uh, you know, just kind of taking a step back and enjoying what's really going on. You know, I try to just play house and, you know, be this old man too early, I think. And I missed out on some things in my 20s. I mean, I partied hard, but there was there's a lot of things I think I missed out on as well. By oh, being, well, just being kind of, you know, a little bit close-minded to certain things and maybe a little judgmental. Yeah. You know, I think I've gotten better at getting away from that in my older years. Just yeah, man, I get all morbid and start talking about mortality and and all that sort of stuff, and just like it's just crazy, man. It is the fact that we can even live and have a conversation and understand a conversation is a miracle within itself. So, like, I feel like I'm just blessed to be born, Arthur. You know? Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 
I know there's really not much I would change. I don't think been through a lot. I'm here now and I got a lot of shit left to do. Mission driving purpose, buddy. Going to keep ripping on the pod. Going to keep doing music. Going to keep going to work every day. Trying to make the best I can out of it. Yeah. Surround myself with good people. It, it pays off to be exhausted. <laughs> you know, like you yeah. work real hard, bro. And like you stay busy and like you don't have much downtime. Like, you know, your life will get better, bro, but it's exhausting. <laughs> it is exhausting. You know? Yeah, I, I stay so busy. I mean, it, it's it's a lot, dude. I'm always on the move. Like, yeah. when, when there is, like, one of those days where it's like, I have nothing planned today, I feel like there should be something planned, and then I get anxious. You probably get something going. Something will probably happen, even if it's just going yeah. to see a friend or, you know, maybe just uh, going shopping or something. Something's got to happen. Yeah. For me, anyway. I don't do well just sitting at the house anymore. I got to keep moving. Yeah, it it depends because you're not you're not like a huge gamer like I am. So sometimes I like to have some time at the house where I could, you know, get down with some video games uninterrupted for a couple hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, but if all your chores are done, if your house is clean, you know, what are you gonna do other than sit there and like watch TV or go on the internet? Like, what do you? Yeah, that's... So, so I could see how you get anxious, like, wanting yeah. to get out and do something if all, all your stuff is already done. Like, Yeah, my stuff's usually always pretty much caught up on. Yeah. You know, so if there's not a race on, hockey game, baseball game, football game, or something I want to watch, then it's it's kind of hard to just then just sit or, sit at the house and twiddle my thumbs. Yeah. But. Yeah, because I'll get anxious if that happens, too. Like, I'll be like, oh, my God, I need to do something with my life, make something of myself, dude, like, do something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's important, too, though. Like, you're going to Dago, I'm going to KC to get away from the everyday routine because it can become very monotonous and very draining. Yeah. Just the same thing over and over again. You know, I got to switch it up. Well, that's one thing that I really feel like, you know, America could adapt from, like, France and stuff like that is just in the 30-hour work week. You know, that's still considered full-time, but, you know, they, they have the same amount of productivity levels, and people are happier. You have more time. It's just like life shouldn't be to work and i know that we need money to live in society and we're born into like we don't have a choice to be in society or not uh, for the most part but it's just like you know as long as you can make money man and and get by like happiness is the most important thing so that's why it's important like work in a field that you at least somewhat believe in or you know do a position where you feel like you're contributing to something that you feel is important you know or else or else then that monotonous repetitive thing is also really depressing you know yeah i think it can be like i said it becomes too much of a just i gotta get up and go do this you know but yeah you're right the ultimate goal in life is happiness that's what we're trying to obtain you know but you get used to that 40-hour work week or whatever you're doing you know sitting behind your cubicle or moving freight around or moving groceries around in my case, but mm-hmm. I want to get to a point where it doesn't feel like I'm, uh, you know, like I'm going to work. I want yeah. to get to that point where I'm so set up that I'm making money doing what I love. Yeah. And that can be a couple different things at this point. So that's why I keep digging. And that's a, uh, that's a good thing, man. You know, if you could, uh, enjoy what you do and still make money doing it, then I, you've kind of achieved what most people want, you know? That's the name of the game. Hmm. Yeah, music's definitely a huge thing for me. I, I like I said, I like was making a little beat. You know, I need to get back into that. I need to start writing some lyrics and and doing that. And and the main reason why is because like it, it makes it makes me happy. Like it makes me feel good. Yep. And I feel like you know music has always had that push and drive for me because it's one way that you could reach anybody that listens to it with the an untainted message like. Mm-hmm. It could be what you want it to be, and like that—that's very alluring to me because it's kind of like what what you're saying, like do something that you want to do, you enjoy doing it, and you can help people. So that's one thing I need to keep pushing myself back on. Absolutely. Well, I mean, gets the creative juices flowing. You feel, mm-hmm. uh, or at least I feel, accomplished when I can complete a song or get through a performance or something like that. Because there's no greater feeling than uh, you know when I hear those drumsticks click and we jump into a song. Everything yeah. else goes away. You know, everything else goes away. I'm just yeah. in that moment. It's tremendous. That's why I love music. And you're right, it's an expression of emotion. People interpret it differently, you know. 
there's so many different songs that can be interpreted in so many different ways, depending on the listener and how it's going to impact their life and what's going on in their day. That's very true. I, I always like to write very open-ended lyrics, not use a lot of me's or I's or you or anything in particular. You know, I'd, I would just like to, to, to leave it kind of vague, you know, but still stay on a subject. And then that way anyone could like interpret it how, how they wanted to, you know, that's, that's it, a, yeah, that's a terrific style of songwriting. It's, it's fun to do it like that. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I would say a lot of our songs, the Ridge Runners definitely have a lot of eyes and me's in it. Cause we're telling a lot of stories, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're talking about personal things that we've been through. So yeah, there's a few that are a little bit, um, we can't universal. not throw in any, you, well, well yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, no, no, of course <laughs> it's so like, yeah, yeah. You can't not have any of those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of great songs written that way and a lot of great songs written in other ways. There's been a lot of great instrumentals written. No lyrics. Yeah, yeah that's that's one thing I've never really done because I've always made like kind of simple hip-hop beats. But in the recent months, I've I've been listening to a lot more like chill step and like, you know, some of that melodic, electronical music. And I, I wonder if I have what it takes to like... Create those beats makes I, I know I know I could I, I just I don't know how to play the piano and I would have to open up a book to figure out what note is which keys and it would be a slow long process for me like I could but I wish I just knew how to play the piano really well so I could just like rip on there and like oh, yeah. nah, 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 like do whatever I wanted and just translate like, that into different yeah. uh, different sounds so that might be something I try to pick up here that'd is, be pretty is, cool is learning keyboard and piano and I feel like that would really help my musical production. I know a lot of great guitar players, guys like Zach Wild, um, got, you know, I don't know about Joe Satriani, but a, a lot of great guitar players over the years have written most of their songs on a piano first. Oh. And then they translate a lot of those notes to guitar chords. Huh. So, and create a melody. Maybe it's, maybe it's easier for them. Uh, it could be just an easier way to create for them. Hmm. Um, I never understood keyboards, but I never really tried to. Yeah. Um, you know, I learned on a guitar. I learned all the notes and all the chords and all the tunings on a guitar. So yeah. I've never really messed around with a keyboard. Yeah. It's kind of fun, though. Our bass player, Pete, is bringing his keyboards in, so we're going to bring a, a different element in. That's good. So man. that's going to be cool. More stuff you throw it in. One thing I'm kind of cheating, though, when I'm, I'm making some of these new beats is back in the day, like I wanted everything to just be 100% original. But this time, in order just to kind of speed it up and um, have some, some diversity in how I'm doing it, is I'm just going to use loops, some of the loops that are preset in there, and then, you know, I'll cut them and, and do a couple things to make them unique, but then build a, a beat over these loops. So and I'm, I'm doing it a different way. Like, I was too proud to do it that way in the past. And, and now I'm kind of getting to a point where it's like, you know, let me just try it. You know, it'll mm-hmm. be a little easier. And, and so that's one thing I'm doing a little bit differently this time around is, is using some of the pre-recorded loops as my first audio. And then I'm building the whole track off of that, that loop. So you're kind of starting your foundation is going to be a little bit different than it used to be. Yeah. It's going to you, be, you would it's start a lot of your beats around either an intro or a foundation of like a percussion beat. Yeah. And so, so now I'm going to take, you know, what I want to be kind of the main melody or tune. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a loop for that, put it in there and then build the beat underneath that. So, so and then, you know, structure it and whatever. Gotcha. But, uh, it's fun, man. I'm, it'd be cool to get like, you know, 10, 12 tracks together in like a year and then put together a little like CD. It's been forever. That'd be awesome. I mean, that's you know? that's a lot of dedication. We've been working on the same set list now for a little over a year. Yeah. Um, a lot of changes in there, though. Different players coming and going, four different yeah. guys. It's it's more difficult when you have that many heads in it and you guys all have your oh, yeah. instrument and like it's, 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 I, I think what you do is, is more difficult than what, what I would do for music production because. You know, I, I can play the instruments, uh, put them in myself, and then snap them to hit the exact, like, one, two, three, four count. I see, yeah. You, you know, so I, I could do it all in, internally, instrumentally, and, like, you guys ha- have to do it live. Raw, yeah. You know, and that's hard. I think that's more difficult. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I've never really created beats or anything, so I, I can't compare what I do now to that. But, um, you know, just trying to learn the recording software is hard enough, so I can, <laughs> I can imagine. yeah. You know how it can be pretty so difficult. So many as well. headaches with recording software, just computers in general. Compu- like, yeah, well, there's just so much room for error and glitches and things not working out. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, it, I, I didn't realize how much time, work, and commitment it was going to take to put together a set list to go play a show. I never really had that appreciation. I mean, I, 
was like, oh, you know, how hard can it be? Let's learn the instruments, let's learn the music and go. But there's a lot to it, man. There definitely is. A lot to it. Definitely is. So, um, how, how many uh, original songs do you think you guys have made in that, in, the, in what, a year you've been? Originals? Yeah. We have, um, well, over... Like seven yeah, or something, right? Yeah. Jamie, the guest that was supposed to be with us today, and myself have been writing songs together for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Him and I have well over ten originals yeah. that him and I have written. But as far as with the band plays, we have about seven originals right now. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we're trying to get... We'll probably do three covers, and then do a... Um, our first record will be ten tracks, seven originals, three covers. Yeah. Um, maybe twelve, depending on how we want to do it. But it'll be somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah, I guess that's all you really need. For an album, yeah. I mean, ten is the minimum, I think. Yeah, I mean, ten's kind of... There's a lot of records that drop with only ten, ten tracks. Well, I mean, then you got Tech 9 that he's, like, dropping, like, these 17, 19 track out. But he has, like, those... He has a bunch of little tracks where it's like, hey, what's up, people? We're oh, going like in the, the club skit, tonight. Like the you know, yeah, or whatever. skits, yeah. Yeah, those, yeah. So it's like... Those just kind of... They, they kind of add but... to the fluff of, of the, the track count, but... Tech 9 is a... Uh, his... He drops like three to four records a year, it feels like. All of which have 15 more more tracks on it. I yeah. mean, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And I know he's got a big team and other yeah. guys that collaborate with him, but still got to want to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, at that point, if you're, if you're set up, you're getting your shows, you know, you, you've been in the game for a while, bro. Like, I would do it until I was, until I couldn't. You know, if or I, until yeah. I wasn't good at it anymore. If I had the time that I had without a full-time job, if mm-hmm. I could just take that time and dedicate it to writing music and creating, I mean, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. You know, you, I, you look at some of these major bands, that's what they do. Monday through Friday, they sit down in their studio and write and create. And it takes them a year to write a record. Yeah. You know? It's totally doable. It's doable. You just you have to have the right people and you gotta have the time. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, there's so much talent out there that it's like, God, just to make my product sound good That's is, the other is thing. going to be difficult. And like, because look at what these other people are putting out. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I've had to kind of learn with because uh, I have such an appreciation for all types of music, different musicians. You really can't have an ego in this business, and you cannot um, be easily offended or you know, get turned away from constructive criticism Yeah, because I've been doubted and, you know, dragged through the mud since I started playing guitar and singing, you know, but you just have to keep learning from it, getting better and just keep believing your product because the fact remains, you're never going to have everybody on board. You're going to have haters. Yeah. People are going to talk shit. You're going to get dislikes. I don't care how, if you're Metallica to the smallest band. Yeah, that's look, true. Look how many Metallica haters there are. This most successful rock band of all time. Yeah, and well, I mean, it's like shit. Elvis Presley. Uh, there you his, go. His manager made he sold the I hate Elvis bags. There you go. Because he was like, you know what? I'm gonna make money on the haters too. The haters and, gonna hate. And, and uh, I, I was listening to this whole thing about like you know how you have like these current mumble rappers and all this stuff. These mm-hmm. people that are like sub talent, like they're not really that great. Yeah, I've heard about a little bit about that. But, but they they like all the attention they get, regardless if it's positive or negative. Like maybe they try to sound stupid, so then they get all this negative attention, and then it's still attention. Yeah, that could be. A you lot know? of people have made it that way. And then I think there's a large group of people, especially the younger generation, mm-hmm. that are into that. And they're hitting it at the right time. You know, that's yeah. that's their thing. And good for them. I yeah. think it's terrific. I'm not going to hate on success. If you've made it and you have a successful product that you love, believe in, mm-hmm. or enjoy doing, God bless you. Yeah. That's the name of the game, I think. I'm not, you know, we're not trying to do something or sound like something we're not. We want to be us. Original. Yeah. And if you like it, that's, that's terrific. And if you don't, well, I don't really care. Yeah. Thanks for... Uh... Thanks for taking a moment to to not like it. I've been more inspired yeah. by the hate here recently than ever. I think I used to I used to take constructive criticism very personally. Now it's like I'm like, all right, cool. Watch yeah. what happens next. Yeah, it's not worth taking anything personally. You know, if you're a musician, if you're at work, like whatever. Even doing this, we're gonna get a lot of hate. It cool. is it is what it is. I, I mean, you know, pe- people are, are going to hate mo- more than likely. People who are hating are projecting because mm-hmm. their life is shit. Well, and, and I so think they there's want to, jealousy like, hate involved. On other people. Yeah, well, there's definitely you know? that. It, it boils down to whatever they have going on in their life, and it's easier to say, you know, yeah. look at this nonsense over here. But I think there's jealousy involved too. I mean, I, I used to sell cars, so I, I'm, I've dealt with a lot of people, and people do kind of act weird when they buy cars. But um, yeah, you've probably got some interesting car sales stories. I, we could go down that road a little bit, but um, you know, 
and, and the, like, okay, so there's there's some people that were just straight assholes. Like, you're just like, and there's some people who are really considerate. Like, mm-hmm. while you're selling them a car, like, and, and I I kind of came with this idea that anybody who is just really trying to make everybody's life difficult that they run into from the fast food joint to the car dealership to wherever they're at yelling at people in traffic the whole time like there's nothing i could do to make their life worse than it is right now Mm -hmm. you know so so people that are acting like that i've always just kind of had this peace of mind well it's just like well you know they are they're already getting what they deserve because their life is hell Mm -hmm. and then they're making it that and, and so there's no point in taking stuff personally because usually it's projections and, and, and there's no point in like overthinking what other people are saying. You yeah, know, I agree it's just, with that. You know, it, if you feel good in your own self, if it's really all that matters. Yeah. That's kind of going back to what we were saying earlier about just learning things as we go and yeah. getting older, you know, there was a time in my early twenties where if someone was looking at me wrong in the bar, I'd want to fight him. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you remember the aggressive what if he just had me. a resting asshole face, like you have? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that last time, I swear. Um, I think I've gotten better with that, too, though. Yeah, what, are you happier now? Or I like, think, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I might be happy. Yeah, I'm probably happier now, I think. Do you feel like that contributes to the resting I, asshole? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. And, and just, once again, being conscious of those situations. Yeah. Um, no, I'm in a good place. I'm very happy with what's going on. And I think that reflects in your everyday, uh, the way you carry yourself. That's true. You know, and and you attract the people that are in that same boat, you know, keep the good people around and and build off of them. And I think it's important to surround yourself with successful people and people that are wanting to, uh, you know, have mission goals, drive and purpose. That's what I try to do. But that being said, you know, I'm a come as you are kind of guy. I don't care who you are, where you've been, you know, come on in and have a beer. If you're cool, yeah, I'm cool with you. Yeah, start with a common level of respect. You could build on it or lose lose from there. and That's really where it is, you know. You know, but it, it's in this day and age, it is hard to find real people. I feel like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of fakeness out there, as we talked about many times. You know, authentic people are hard to come by. And, it, you know, it, it has to do with, like, just what you surround yourself with, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and you're constant. I mean, if like we we've touched on the whole social media thing, how people put on like their mm-hmm. best their best face on that, and like, I mean, what do you expect? Like, if people can't face themselves, then how are they going to be real to anybody else? You know, if they're not real with themselves, then like, how are they going to be real with anyone else? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. It all starts uh, right at base camp. Yeah. No one but yourself can make you happy, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I, it, when, you, when you've when you found that peaceful happiness within yourself, which has taken me a long time to find, mm-hmm. I think at that point is where maybe you can share it with someone else that's also at that, that place in their life. Yeah. But everybody's different, I think. People have different sorts of relationships and friendships and, you know, people that they lean on or... You know, what have you. Some people are just complete loners. I mean, they just want to do life on their own with no friends, no family, yeah. no nothing. And that's their deal. You know, we're all built differently. That's that's very true. One thing that I, I really try to work hard on is is just not letting it all affect me. Like, you know, I got bills and everything. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody else, you know, stress is a part of life. You know, but I really just try to like... You know, is it is this really worth me worrying about? You know, yes, I know I need to do it. Yes, I know, you know, I can't put it off forever, stuff like that. But is it really worth, like, just taking out? You know, sometimes I just think about that, like, about issue issue and problem stuff. Is just like, you know, I just, it's, it's going to resolve itself. Like a lot of times, that's how I keep myself sane. Is the whole. I don't know how it's going to happen or how it's going to get fixed. I just know it's going to happen. I just know it's going to get fixed. That mentality of just knowing and not knowing how, but just knowing that it is going to happen. Like that, that, that's always helped me. Sure. Out. Well, you, and you've always been probably one of the best people I, and, and you've impacted me a lot with positive affirmations. And just that alone is you're positively affirming to yourself that regardless of how shitty the situation may be or not be, it's going to be fine. You know, yeah. bills are going to be due on the first, no matter what, you know, there's going you know, you'll, you'll find a way. Yeah. There's I, always going to be a way. I'm, I'm self-employed, you know, and I, I do a couple of things for money. And sometimes I'm like, oh, dog, I got to come up with, 
thousand bucks, you know, in a week. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to do it. You know, it's not like, it's not like I'm stressing like, Oh, how am I, how am I, how am I? It's just like, I'm going to just, I'm going to do it. Like there's going to be a way it's going to happen. Stay positive. Yeah, absolutely. And just half the battle right there is just getting up and doing it. Yeah. Getting up and actively trying to do it. That's true. You know, instead of uh, running away from it. So, and we're all going to have bad days. You know, there's been a lot of days where I don't want to get up and do it, but I can proudly say going on 11 years, I've never missed day work. And that's crazy, dude. I, oh my God, this company, I've, I've missed like a whole vacation period of years worth of work days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like, you know, and that's awesome that you've had that drive to, to do that every day. And and even though you felt shitty some days, I know you have, and you still pulled on your boots and well, got out the door, you know, so gratitude there, man. At this point it started like I made it the first year. I was like, man, I made it a year. Then I was like, all right, I made it two years. And it was like three, four, five, yeah. you know. And then now it's like, oh, well, I got to keep going, you know. I got to yeah. keep it going. Yeah. I think there's a little <laughs> bit of that. You know, I get a lot of shit from that from the guys. They're like, oh, you can miss work this one day. It's like, mm, no, no, that's not me. I'll go in a little earlier and get off, and I'll meet you guys over there. Yeah. You know, I'll find a way. That's funny. So we got about nine minutes left in this episode, bud. They go by quick. Oh, yeah. Well, uh. How how do we want to end this one? Last time we tried to end on a positive note. I I gave well, the words there. Do you want to? Well, like I said, we got. I mean, we got time. We don't have to. You know, this podcast is extremely unscripted, which I like. Yeah. You know, when we first started it, we're like, all right, we're gonna have segments, the A, B, C, and D block. <laughs> that we've never done that once. It, it turned into se- seg. <laughs> yeah, it just one thing leads into another, and that's what I love about. And we're getting more comfortable doing them. I think now we're just just flowing with it. Before it felt like we had to touch on different points, at least for me. I can't speak for you. Yeah. But natural conversation flows together. And as we grow, I want to get our listeners more involved. Give us some ideas mm-hmm. on different topics. You know, weigh in on what you think about what we're talking about. You know, send us some comments. Send us some ideas. If you want to be a guest, that's cool, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, want to, I just want to keep having fun with it and growing with it and talking about what's going on, man. There's a lot to talk about. We've barely, we've barely about. even scraped the surface. We never we're we're an iceberg of a conversation. You know, we like start hitting the the hour mark and uh and you know, that's just the iceberg. Like we've had so oh, many man. nights where we're drinking booze and we're chit chatting and then all of a sudden it's like five AM. Yeah. And we were talking the whole times. time. And of you course know. I made it to work. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I made it. But yeah, I mean uh, I, look, I like talking to people. I like conversating. Some people aren't big talkers. Um, I've always been a kind of a, what do they call them? Chatter. Chatterbug? That's one of them. Oh, something, there's something else. You're a social butterfly. You think? Yeah, delicate. I could be. <laughs> <laughs> delicate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, uh, you know, I don't, I really don't like the whole astrology thing. I just don't. The, what like your Astro- signs? Yeah, so like the Gemini is labeled as the social butterfly. Is it? Yeah, I, and you're a Gemini. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, there you go. No, not case there in you point, go. bro. Astrology. I mean, look, it's cool <laughs> to think about. I, I really don't think. I don't know. I, I don't feel that the stars have much to do with who I am. But oh, yeah. I could be wrong. That's just that's just one of my opinions. I've I've gathered as I've gotten a little older. Yeah, are, are people like their signs? Because their signs say they're like their signs. Well, it's a, yeah, you, you know. They're so there's that whole like there's that whole thing in there. Like, oh, I'm a Leo, so that means I'm a, you know, yeah. I'm a feisty one. Yeah. Or I'm a Libra. I need balance in my life. You know, I, they're cool things to think about. I think it makes for good conversation. Yeah. But how? I mean, how true is that to the the actual person? So, so there was like this this Myers Briggs book on astrology that broke down every two weeks of the year what type of sign it is and what you know you know and they did all this stuff and really? I like and I read my chapter and this shit explained me almost it was like 90% accurate oh, and, and, and and like I know a lot of these things are probably written open ended and yada I yada I think so and but, I think that's but, why it's like but then one of my friends that I was doing it with they read it and, and it was it like explained them. Sure. them. Oh, dude. And, and it was not anywhere close to how it explained me. So, so like, I got you. I, I don't know. Part of me feels like some of it can be true, but it's nothing to like bank on. You know, it's yeah. not like I w- yeah. I wouldn't say that too. I wouldn't say it defines you as a person. 
I guess yeah. I'll say that. Yes. Because there's been a lot of things I've read, like Gemini this, and I'm like, yep, that's me. That's definitely me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's definitely me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get it. They, it hits on some points, but it's yeah. fun to think about. It creates cool conversation, but I think everyone out there knows who they are inside. They don't need a sign to tell them, you know, a star pattern or a horoscope. That was the word I was looking for, a horoscope to tell them what horoscope, their day is going to yeah. be like. Yeah. Maybe they do, man. Some people are trying to find themselves. They might. And if that works for you, I think that's terrific. You know, everybody's going to find their way, however that that may be, you know. So keep doing you. Keep digging, let a rip, tater, chip. That's what I always say. Pop that bag, hit a crunch. I don't know what that means. What well, you're talking about, letter rip tater chip. I'm saying pop that bag and <laughs> hear the crunch, you know? The letter rip tater chip thing is, uh, I don't even know where that came from. It's it's one of our things we use in the band now. But you've been doing it forever. No, I wouldn't you? say forever. I really only started using it a couple few months ago. Well, no, yeah, this dude. has been around way longer. Has it? Yes. Well, it's definitely been a band thing. Yeah, maybe maybe Jamie no, it wasn't responsible Jamie. for this. No, I, I started it. Uh, but I heard it somewhere. You probably heard it on like Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. He was all like fucking out there. He, he's like, I'm, I'm gonna throw this, throw this line over this boulder and, and climb it. Now let's rip, let a rip tater chip. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound like a Bear Grylls British uh, kind well, of thing. It's, it's because I suck at accents. <laughs> oh, dude, you're probably the worst. I think at I, accents. I, I I'm not much better. Accents. I mean. You're, I can't do them. Yeah. Was you, I trying for British well, there? What did I even no, do? No, no, here's the that? thing, I don't even dude. know what that was. <laughs> Every accent that you do, whether it's Australian, British, Scottish, Southern, or even a New England accent, they all sound the same. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same accent. So I just am able to sound like a mutt, I guess. I well, that's okay. I don't think, uh, you, I mean, unless you plan on doing voice acting, I don't think the accent will be too necessary. Yeah. I feel like I could uh, imitate some people's voices sometimes. Really? But but only right after I hear it and in person. Oh, it would have to be fresh in your mind? Yeah, it'd have to be fresh in your mind. Oh, you doing me now? Am I, am I doing I talk now? a little faster than you. You do talk a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it too deep. I don't know why I'm deepening my voice for you. Well, it's because I got that sexy deep hitter. <laughs> it's because you haven't had tequila. Oh, yeah. Get that tequila in <laughs> me, dude. I go up a few octaves. <laughs> I get in those high notes. That's funny, man. So, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? I don't know. What, we got like... Got a couple minutes left. Yeah, can wrap this thing up. I mean, just it's let's, been fun. Let's end on another positive note. I think that's a good way to end them. I think we've been pretty positive. I mean, we're positive most of the time, even though we're reporting on maybe some dark things. Well, yeah, but uh, you know, Ke- Kevin, what what can you tell me and all of our listen- listeners that's gonna help us truck through the rest of the week and look forward to next? Well, I mean, I know what's getting me through this week is that I got a, a great trip coming up at the end of the week. So I think having something to look forward to keeps keeps your foot on the gas you know F- you know plan something a couple days out do something fun this weekend you know it's gonna be a beautiful week it's mother's day this weekend so make sure you send your your, your mom some flowers send her you know a card reach out to your mom you know because i love my mom to death and if you're listening mom i love you you'll get you'll get a little something from me on sunday even though i'll be in kansas city you know it's mother's day dude so we should probably talk a little bit about that you know kevin you're so wholesome sometimes well I'm all right. You're a good guy, man. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I try to do the best I can, so I'm no saint, believe me. I have a lot of things that people wouldn't be proud to hear. Whatever. It'd be fun to hear. It'd make for a good story, and I'm sure as the podcast goes on, those they'll come out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's Mother's Day weekend coming up, so be with your moms, you know, if you're... Love whoever you got. Yeah, man. love whoever you got, you know, just just enjoy your people. Absolutely. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Discussion so. Combustion, episode four. We made it through four of these, which is amazing. It's taken us a while, but this is the first time we've done them consecutively, back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, upgraded equipment's always nice. Appreciate the listeners. Um, and thanks for coming over, man. It's good to see you. Always. We'll uh, have a good time in San Diego. Hey, you in Kansas. I will uh, definitely be eating some brisket and ribs and a cold beer for you while you have a burrito and a Fish bike ride. taco, yeah. So, we're going to be in <laughs> different areas of the country, but... Uh, Cool, man. Well, I'll see you in two weeks then. All right, over and out. Over and out. See you guys.